back to another episode of Bias Check-In, or well, another bonus episode. Yay! Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode. And while we're at it, thank you so much for the birthday wishes! <laughs> Today we are one year old. Yes, or at least the podcast is. Oh yeah, well, you know we're old. <laughs> But as the podcast is still relatively a baby um mm -hmm. we've been looking back on everything that's happened in the past i would really say 14 months since we started talking about getting something together yes and it's been a year i, I think we set the bar pretty high for what we can <laughs> achieve in a year what do you think yeah i think well people have asked uh how it started how it all started and I think our origin story is kind of funny kind of all over the place so we decided that that, that would be on brand for me but exactly yeah. so we decided that this bonus episode dreams are coming true we are telling you our origin story you see it was the fall of 1992 and no no we're not going <laughs> quite that far back um But it is um, part of processing and part of learning to even just acknowledge all the things that have happened and taking a moment to reflect on them. So, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's get into it. Um, you, all of you know, most of you know, if this is your first episode, hi, welcome. But... <laughs> Um, we started talking, Claudia was a cohort above mine, mm -hmm. um, she remembers seeing me at orientation and talking about me, I do Talking not... to you? No, you did not talk to me. <laughs> well, we were in a older cohort to younger cohort mentoring program mm -hmm. and I may or may not have stolen Susie as a mentee after a while from one of my friends <laughs> <laughs> so through this mutual mentor slash classmate slash friend um at one point they texted me is like oh you're having problems with your visa like there's all this stuff going on like international students can they stay can they go can they study do they have to leave Um, and she was like, I think my mentee is on the same one. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, because I had assumed Susie was Mexican-American, like in the sense of someone of Mexican heritage, but a U.S. citizen. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't know that there was anyone else in our program that was on my same international student visa. Mm -hmm. And so I reached out. I think you were in Mexico at the time. And just like, hey, like, you're doing okay? Are you dropping out of grad school? <laughs> Do you need to talk? Like, what's good? Um, yeah. And we went from there. Then we did a speaking engagement together. Um, and after all the positive comments that we got from that, um, I was actually talking about starting a podcast with one of my friends. And I don't remember how we came to talk about it. I just the way I remember it is also very fuzzy, but it's pretty much one day you were like, people don't know this stuff the way that we know it. 
And I was like, I mean, yeah, they don't have a reason to care <laughs> uh, because they ha don't have to go through all the same hoops. They should yeah. care. If you're listening, you're Thank an educator, you <laughs> you're an international student. Like everyone has some skin in the game. Mm -hmm. um, but then after that first speaking engagement and receiving some of that positive feedback of like, oh, geez, I really didn't know any of this. And I've been an educator for X amount of time. And I've dealt with international students for X amount of time. We're like, okay, like we do really need to reach out. And mm -hmm. to the friend that you were going to start the podcast with, like, sorry. No, and then we kept talking about it. We started shooting ideas of names, logos. They went nowhere. Um, but then I came back to Chicago. Um, I was moving apartments in the height of COVID. We were, we were going to meet. We decided to meet in the park. That was a COVID safe thing to do. I had just moved apartments mm -hmm. as well. And so at one point, I think I was supposed to like come and give you a bunch of boxes and come help move things. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know, there's going to be a lot of people. You just came back like, I'm sorry, I don't feel great about it. So fair note and warning, uh, PSA, if you ever interact with Susie in person, wear comfortable shoes <laughs> because we met in the park and if you're not familiar with chicago pretty much the entire coastline is like the lakefront trail is 18 miles yeah and i'm we didn't walk quite all of them but we did quite a bit of back and forth and i my my shoes were not prepared my feet were not prepared <laughs> but we walked for five hours hashing yeah. it out and then i went home and i express order sneakers um, <laughs> with foam support because that was rough yeah we're like okay like we we clearly have things to say let's let's give it a try there was no dull moment in that conversation though, but it was also the first time we were meeting in person yeah it was like, the first time actually, that we weren't stuck to like one minute voice notes yeah we had done zoom it had been like three hour zooms but it was the first time in person and we also wanted to get to know each other because we had been talking about moving. We had so many things in common. Yeah. But we didn't actually know each other. <laughs> yeah, like pre-pandemic, I saw you at, well, the initial orientation meeting, mm -hmm. um, at the Christmas department party, mm -hmm. and then that one disastrous tackle night networking event that's gonna deserve its own episode at some point but like three times like happening to be in the same physical space was mm -hmm. just like oh you're bae yes mm -hmm. you're nice that was that was it. the extent of it yeah i was like i was claudia who brings her boyfriend to things like that i think that was pretty much the energy i brought into those networking yeah events. no orientation you were part of Ryopa, that's what I knew you for, but that was it. Yeah. Then Christmas party, you crashed our photo, so that's how I knew you. <laughs> and the, then the there are two very different perceptual versions to that story, because I crashed the first year picture because I was physically dragged into it. Because anyone that <laughs> has ever met me knows I will never volunteer to be in front of a camera. 
the photobomber. <laughs> the, the forced photobomber, the kidnapped photobomber. Alas, I am in a picture with all the first years, and you can see that three quarters of the first year cohort is just like, who's this? And then um, the taco night. I was in my own little party, so. Yeah, and I was running around everywhere trying to figure yeah. things out and like see who was there, who wasn't. So, so, again, we ran into each other. We ran in the same circles, but we were not friends. And we knew nothing about each other more Pretty than much. we're both international students. Yeah, and like we have these connections within the program. Mm -hmm. September comes around, we do our five-hour walk. And then what happened? Well, I bought better shoes. <laughs> um, and I think the week after, I came to your studio. Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> Hopefully, you, if you've been around with us for a while, you will agree our audio quality has improved noticeably. Uh, because I remember there's the rooftop balcony in your apartment complex. And mm -hmm. again, COVID, we were both being safe, but like we had very different COVID pods. So, mm -hmm. And so I think we were trying to record on the balcony yeah. with the wind while wearing masks mm -hmm. uh, and it sounded about as great as you can imagine then we got new microphones yes Thanks. courtesy of one of my bosses at my internship because again chicago working for the cta living next to the cta we could never hear that woman in meetings and so she had got this like really nice directional microphone that she could use for reunions and i was like okay like if it can drown out an entire cta train it's probably good enough <laughs> <laughs> so that was october about november november started all of our opt talks so i was wrapping up my master pa final paper working um in my first io related job you were going through your second year of classes and we're like oh if i want to stay in the united states it's time to file mm -hmm. opt optional practical training and then <laughs> that's when we had our first i think our first argument darling on the air thanksgiving yes overrated i said it and i will stand by it no. the most beautiful time of the year <laughs> overrated um also overrated because i was an overworked grinch and i could only care to write about competencies that year i was like save me some mashed potatoes but i don't mm -hmm. care then december cold graduation yeah, and you graduated we wrapped up 2020 two degrees hotter <laughs> which two degrees hotter in chicago winter it's not that relevant <laughs> But um, with the most anticlimactic graduation in history, we wrapped up 2020. Um, we started planning up for 2021. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you had gone back home too, because mm -hmm. that was the other thing. We recorded in person for maybe a, six weeks. January, yeah. We had our little break. You had just graduated. Uh, we wanted to give you a much needed mental health 
uh, break and I was home. We started back the last week of January, I think. Yes. And I was on my last semester of grad school. On the so now your OPT season had started. Um, yeah. I was in that limbo, wonderful limbo of like, wait and see. Maybe you'll get it tomorrow. Maybe you'll get it in August. <laughs> yeah. Um, I started working for the CTA. Yep. We both started working with TLG. Mm-hmm. Again, if you're just tuning in, um, you're like, what are these acronyms? CTA public transportation within the metropolitan Chicago area. Um, Very big HR department, very big IO uh, internship (laughs) base. And TLG, the Lindsay Group, um, spearheaded by Dr. Preston Lindsay. We also have an episode with him and Dr. Cooper. Feel free to go back and get to know that. And one of our goals was to have guests on the podcast because one of our values is to um, give voices to other people. And so we had our first guests, Macy and Siobhan, two of the founders of Black Sinayo. Yeah, it was it was scary. It was like, oh, my gosh, we are we're interviewing people now. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not just us shooting the wind. And on the personal side, we added two mascots to our team. Uh, <laughs> my partner and I adopted two cats, Maddie and Maki. Give the audience their full names, please. Kalamari and Takumaki. Um, because they came to us with um, colors that had like these little like fish patterns on them. And we want them to have short and sweet names. Uh, On the personal side, little side note, I got engaged. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, February for being the shortest month of the year, like did not pack a punch whatsoever. None at all. Um, Then March, we had our first bonus episode with the whole Persona documentary coming out. My blood pressure still goes up just thinking (laughs) about it. Um, It was so bad. But no, we, yeah, we did the first bonus episodes and also we broke another record um, episode-wise. We had Jasmine Krenzel as one of our guests. And Hi, Jess. Hey, Jess, if you're listening. Um, we talked about Afrofuturism and what it is, what it represents. I would say Afrofuturism 101. Mm-hmm. And that is still our most listened to episode. Yeah. And Claudia, you got? Oh, and I finally got OPT and Woo! I could start working again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was also the month I was supposed to start teaching um, mm-hmm. as an adjunct instructor and I got my OPT card two weeks too late. So um, that was, I think, one of the first situations where we had not a major setback, but just a little bit of a moment like, oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's worth honoring those moments as well because i remember posting the opening last minute on linkedin and asking if anyone was interested in the opportunity i could connect them to the program director um i think i got something like 70 resumes in two days i ended up having to take the post down because the program director was like my inbox is flooded (laughs) it is talking to me because they think i got some kind of phishing 
thing going on like too much traffic um which was very interesting to see on one side great for networking great to realize i was bringing something of value to the io community Mm -hmm. on the other side it, it was a very interesting like little insider scoop into how even io is much more experienced than me three months out of grad school approached an opportunity like that oh yeah we it was, saw all kinds of things there was a variety let's let's leave it at that i urge you to search email etiquette and practice it yeah like just the the difference in how people will address you or treat you once you do have an acronym after your last name on linkedin mm-hmm. um and also the way people will address you when you bring an opportunity to the table versus being the new person full stop good lesson there then in april we did psyop yeah we presented at psyop we, we facilitated we facilitated at psyop we had very different experiences. facilitating experiences with psyop um but that was also our about, first psyop our first psyop we we did not get to connect with a lot of people as, or as many as we wanted to but we did, we did the networking thing and we did the virtual conference thing and my brain was fried after that. <laughs> so oh Seattle, I hope you're in person this year. Same. Uh, Seattle, I, I want to do the touristy things. I want to be on the needle. I want to take the ferry and feel like I could run into Derek Shepard. Yes, 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 yes. But <laughs> definitely, again, um, we have a whole feedback episode on that as well. But... I would still say it was worth it. Yeah. A lot of that, I think, would have been a, a kind of FOMO situation if we had not done it the way we did. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of it was a learning curve. I mean, the facilitator volunteer coordinating team was great, and they definitely held our hands all the way through. But mm-hmm. you just can't help it if one of your presenters loses Wi-Fi. <laughs> and also in April, we had one of my favorite guests, um, and it was very fun to connect back with friends from high school. So we talked to Hala in that point. We had a Chicago to Saudi at that mm-hmm. point. The first international interview. May came around. I graduated. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia organized fireworks by the lake. It was great. We tried to train the geese, but they, mm, the learning and development there has some room for improvement. Um, and then we went from facilitating um, the discussions at SIOP and working at Zoom Volunteers to having our own, like purely our own first speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. Two actually on the same day. <laughs> Don't you love how life works out? <laughs> um, so yeah, we started the morning out. We were invited to talk back at our graduate alma mater um, mm-hmm. as alumni young alumni of success yeah um and that originated because i upgraded my profile as an alum and i Mm -hmm. gave them my updated email and address and i mentioned oh this is what i'm up to after graduation i have a podcast yeah so shoot your shot is all i'm gonna say is like (laughs) don't be shy about the things you're doing because you will never know who can find them interesting and then the second one was through one of our co-workers uh, who was looking for speakers for their professional organization. 
mm-hmm. and got us into a panel there. And we had our second international guest, one of the stars of the Liechtenstein national soccer team, Mia Hammerman. Then June, we we had our first repeat guest. We had Alan Chow come back to join us with Vin Pineda. We talked about how Asian Pacific American Heritage Month went, how the pandemic affected it. Had some real conversations about the bamboo ceiling. And then I <laughs> left for Maryland. <laughs> so we went back to recording Chicago to Maryland. A bulking episodes was the first time that we really went into not recording one or two episodes per week, but like having mm-hmm. them planned out. Um, we recorded Chicago to Mexico, but with a guest, third international guest, Emilio. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then we, we celebrated a lot of birthdays, like my own. And then we went into Dr. Cooper's birthday celebrations with the interview that I mentioned to Dr. Cooper and Dr. Lindsay. Mm-hmm. We continued. I was a cat sitter. It was great. You cats are our mascots to the point where they didn't want to come home. Exactly. They love me. So I came back, got the cats, and then Susie left Chicago because we cannot be in the city for at the same time for no. too long. Um, and we took a little break because at that point we had been into summer and it's. I feel like it's really hard to switch once you get out of school, mm-hmm. moving away from that summer break yeah. mentality. For me, especially like living with a teacher. That actually gets summer break. That actually only gets summer break. Because otherwise they have about three hours a year of PTO. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I need a week to just not be doing things. Oh, July, I also started a new job. So that was the part of also like, let me just focus on getting into. Mm-hmm. Then August, we had our pandemic-centric episodes looking as to... Coming back to the office, yes or no. Most companies and organizations were looking after Labor Day to bring everyone back. And Delta slowing down the return to normal plans. Absolutely. Because, again, like because so much of our societies do still work on the school year calendar, even just thinking about parents asking them to come back to work while the kids are on break is not exactly feasible for everyone mm-hmm. um, and so we're all preparing for this like Labor Day weekend real New Year's um, looking at all that and we recorded Chicago to Mexico again and that's when I also casually decided to organize an elopement in three weeks um, people I wasn't here okay <laughs> and you were still a really good maid of honor so yeah again <laughs> We, we like having time off. We like not keeping too busy. But the most important podcast record of the month was that we broke the 2,000 streams record mm-hmm. at that point. And then by September, as you, well, if you've listened to the other episodes, we got in touch with the Visibility Committee and they asked if we wanted to give visibility to Smart Workplace Awareness Month. Uh, we collaborated on guests, and those are the previous the previous four episodes. 
We are also now in more than 40 countries. Yes. And all continents except Antarctica. So if you or anyone you know is going to go on an Antarctica research mission, feel free to drop our links in their DMs. And I think the penguins would love our voices. And even if they don't, I'm not sure we can read their behaviors that well. So we'll just choose to interpret it as we please. Mm-hmm. What else did you start doing? Oh my gosh, and I started teaching college. Um, So the same opportunity that didn't work out for the spring semester presented itself again. And so I'm now the proud instructor of record for an undergraduate course in IO psychology, which is also, I think, a touchy subject in our field because we keep saying we need to introduce undergrads to IO psychology. We need to start talking about IO in psych 101 courses and mm-hmm. talk the talk walk the walk here i am <laughs> we will have more on that as we go through october i'm thinking about making it to midterms before i form my opinions fully but it's been fun all of this to say we've been busy we've gone from yeah. september 2020 grad students um internship employment at best to teaching within a year to being a full-time principal consultant to Mm -hmm. procuring clients for our businesses it's yeah it's been a steep learning curve i think we can say no it's it's been a lot of growth not just a podcast but personally again many of our dreams coming true and still in the process of working towards them but Oh, it's a little bit like between the two of us, we've got three degrees, six new jobs, without counting the job offers that you turned down, uh, because no that, still, that still puts me in all. Three degrees, two OPTs, six jobs, and one marriage later. Yeah, I think I like to say we've been busy, but also how on earth are we going to up this in our second year? Oh, and I... 20, almost 20 guests. Let's not forget. Yeah, and 40 plus countries. I guess you'll just have to stick around and find out. Yeah, we have some plans in the work, but just as we did for our May speaking engagements for the PSYOP presentation, we are not quite ready to spill the tea on all of those things. We don't want to jinx anything. It's rule number one of consulting is to under promise and over deliver and that is exactly what we plan to do um more collaborations we have not said that in a while in our episodes but if you have a cool story share it want to share it like you know my spiel you know where to reach us instagram facebook and twitter at bias check-in podcast email bias check-in at gmail.com Encore, leave us a note, leave us a voice note, send us a carrier pigeon. We are easy to reach. (laughs) Bottom line, slide into our DMs and let's get talking. And thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone. We are going to go blow some candles now. Bye.